because there are so many programs, so many fads, so many things that you could be doing. So I want to make it as simple as possible. Hey, it's Mark Yegi, wealth architect, author, and founder of Light Circle. Wealth isn't just about money, it's about balanced abundance in your health, your wealth, your relationships, and your soul. Let's take your life to the next level and build your dreams into reality. Welcome to the Wealth Architect Podcast. My name is Mark Yegi, and we are going to have some fun today. We have a seasoned personal trainer. We have somebody experienced in neuro-linguistic programming. Putting those two together, those things together is a really cool energy. And I'm excited uh, to bring this person on because she's got experience in getting some massive transformation in the area of health. And that's why we're talking to her today. Let's welcome Stoney Eskew. Stoney, welcome. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Thanks, Mark. Yeah. Great, great, great to have you. Hey, listen, how did you get started in um, in personal training? Like, what was the spark that brought you there? Well, I used to, um, I was always passionate about like health and fitness and, and looking great and, you know, growing up playing sports. And I started dieting when I was eighth grade freshman year. And then that led into yo-yo dieting, cutting calories, regaining the weight when I would eat. So years and years of yo-yo dieting, I knew I wanted to help people, help people, you know, lose weight, look great. And then here I am, I'm struggling with my weight along the journey. So that's how I got into it. Amazing. And I, you know, fast forwarding to today, I've seen your abs. You've got some amazing abs. Oh, so, thank you. <laughs> so whatever you're doing is working, but I have a feeling it's not just eat less and exercise more. Am I right? Correct. That's actually the opposite of what I teach. Really? Yeah. So there is way. So that's one thing that I learned over the years that I would cut calories, lose weight, gain it back. And then I actually ended up 30 pounds heavier than what I am right now. And I was a personal trainer at the time. And here I am hiding out in baggy clothes and, you know, training people. And I'm just like, I'm just feeling horrible because I'm, I'm overweight myself. And so this led me down this huge path of studying nutrition and I had just moved to Arizona at the time. I started working for a gym and they had brought in some technology, metabolism and VO2 testing. And I was a guinea pig for some other trainers to get um, certified. And once I went through that, I was like, oh my gosh, this whole time I've been under eating and starving myself. So no wonder when I eat, you know, normal calories again, it's like your body is like a sponge and wants to hang on to everything. So that really shifted everything for me. And um, ever since then, I learned how to actually eat to fuel your body, fuel your metabolism. And once you do that, it's super easy to keep it off. Cause you always hear those people that say, Oh, I can just eat and drink what I want and not gain weight. Right. It's yeah. a fast metabolism. So that is really the secret. That's, that's pretty amazing. And, and is it the same true with water? Like if you drink a bunch of water, like maybe your body sheds it, but if you don't drink enough, now you have a water retention problem, something like that. Is that true? Yeah, water is tricky. So water um, can actually be acidic and dehydrating, believe it or not, yeah. especially res reverse osmosis water, it strips everything out. And you're you're just not getting that hydration, because it's kind of like, it's essentially dead water. So if yeah. you're adding in Celtic sea salt to the water, some electrolytes some minerals, it's more hydrating to the body. So yeah, it's almost like, and if you think about like in hospitals, what do they do IVs with? It's a saline solution. It's a salt water. So 
Um, yeah, so that's why sometimes people find the more they drink and then just going to the bathroom all day long. Right. I just saw something about that yesterday, about the same thing of food and water are stripped of their nutrients. They're stripped of their minerals. They're stripped of all the things that our body craves. So we eat more, right? And we eat more, we drink more, and we pee it out. And and when we eat it, we're, ju we're just not getting the nutrients that we want. So we eat more and we generally start eating the crap, like the hydrogenated soy soybean oil and the and the uh high fructose corn syrup and those other things that they put in basically everything now so all right so listen you you we talked about the, the the water we talked about um the right way to eat but what what do you think really sustains um weight loss because and then I want to ask you a little bit about, about identity. But if you if you do lose some weight, what can sustain it? Because you've heard all we've all heard the stories, right? You eat a bunch of food, uh, you gain a bunch of weight. So then you go into this yo-yo thing where you lose a bunch of weight and now you want to keep it off. But most people gain the weight back because, like you said, their body's a sponge. So what do we do to keep that weight off when we can? Once we get it. The biggest thing is to fuel your metabolism. So if you think of your metabolism being like a fireplace. The more logs you're throwing in throughout the day, the hotter that fire is going to go. So then you go a little nuts on the weekend, you go on vacation, that metabolism can handle those calories. So that's the biggest thing I try to teach my clients is we want to start speeding up your metabolism. And that's why I'm a, not really a fan of, of fasting, um, all the crazy fads and stuff. I find that when I was doing the metabolism testing as a business, it would actually start slowing the metabolism. And the crazy thing is it actually makes your body start conserving fat and burning more sugar. So it's totally counterproductive. So to really lose weight and keep it off, it's all about fueling the metabolism and then also giving the body the nutrients that it needs, the nutrients, the minerals, the vitamins, so it can function properly. Um, getting the toxins out, those are the, the, the key things, a couple foundational key, key things to do. And then also some optimizers that really take your health to the next level. Cool. So, so how do you, how do you get the metabolism up? Does that just mean working out more and lifting heavier weights and doing tons of cardio or running a marathon? What, what is getting metabolism up? That's kind of a easy thing to say, but probably a harder thing to put in practice, or maybe it isn't. I don't know. Tell me. Yeah. The biggest thing is to speed up your metabolism. You want to fuel your body. So I'm a huge fan of the timing and the structure of the meals so the more frequent you're throwing those logs in, the more frequent you're eating those meals throughout the day, the hotter, the, the better that metabolism is going to go from an eating perspective. So then from an exercise perspective, you do want to move the body, the more that, you know, you're doing cardio consistently, strength training, that will keep the metabolism up. So strength training actually keeps the metabolism lifted and boosted for two to three days after a workout. Cardio, depending on the intensity of it, will keep the metabolism elevated for 24, um, sometimes 48 hours, just depends. But it's a combination of the fueling, the timing, having good proteins throughout the day, and with the workouts, keeping your muscle mass on, building muscle mass if you've lost muscle mass. Um, your muscle is actually the foundation of your metabolism. So it's those key things. So we're coming into the holidays, right? So this is, I'm sure, the biggest question you get. It's like, all right, we got the holidays and we got all these cakes and we got all this junk that's in front of us and cookies. And, you know, we don't want to turn all that stuff down because the body is not meant to turn down calories. It's meant to grab those calories and store them. So how do we do this? Like, how do, like, how do we meander through a holiday season keeping our metabolism up but not screwing things up by eating junk? Like, how do we do that? 
Oh, such a great question. There's so many of my clients um, that, you know, reach out and they're like, oh, I want to work with you, but I'm going to wait till January. So it's right. just this mentality. Um, here, here recently, I, you know, got certified in neuro-linguistic programming and have really studied more in depth about how to help people like break the habit loop in, in the brain and break those cravings. So the biggest thing is to avoid sugar if we can. Obviously, the holidays is, you know, I mean, there's there's sweets everywhere. There's happy hours. There's parties. There's, you know, so my go-tos are always like try to eat low glycemic if you can, have your proteins. Um, if you do have the sweets, just know they're going to release the blood sugar and then create this like cascade of cravings and then you're going to crave more. And so if you can, if you're going to eat, like just keep working out throughout December and then, or reach out to me, I will help you with breaking and eliminating those cravings. Um, and, and yeah, just keep drinking water and moving your body as much as you can throughout the holidays. That's, I mean, that's great advice. Probably sounds easier than it's, than it is in practice, but maybe, maybe not. Uh, because I think a lot of this is mindset and maybe we can talk about it in a second, but I'm here in Thailand today, uh, have been all month. And, you know, one of the things that I like to have uh, is a mango smoothie. And what I notice is that when I order, this thing used to happen, Stoney, when I used to order a mango smoothie in Thailand, I would get mango with a little bit of ice. Now, when I order it, if I don't say anything, I get mango with a little bit of ice and a bunch of sugar and syrup or something they put in there. And I'm like, don't put that in there. They have this amazing crop of mangoes constantly here. I don't know why they need to sweeten it. But anyway, I I love mango. Is that a bad thing? Well, the mango itself isn't a bad thing. However, when they sweeten it, the the sweeter something is, the more addictive it is. And it gives yeah. that brain that like, oh, I got to have more. I want more. So the mango itself isn't, I, I'm a huge fan of grouping like your fruits with good proteins, good fats, slows the um, digestion of it. And it gives a slower low, um, glycemic response. So it's better for, you know, keeping your body burning fat versus if you spike that blood sugar, boom, you just signaled your body to start storing body fat. Now I always learned to eat fruit separately from food because it's a totally different set of digestive enzymes that comes out for the fruit than it then comes with the food. Is that, is that not true anymore? Or is that new science has discovered you should mix it? What? You know, it's, everybody's got their own, their own thing, but I've just learned that when you group the fruit with a protein, good fat, it slows the digestion. Um, I do work with a lot of, you know, type two diabetics, um, you know, people that are, you know, on that, that cusp. And what we want to do is just stabilize blood sugars and keep, keep that insulin from really spiking. And if you notice when you do have fruit alone, like an hour later, you're hungry again. Yeah. Well, that's true. So if we add in that protein, good fat, it just stabilizes blood sugars longer. Hi, I'm Mark Yegi. Every new year brings hope, but have you ever made those resolutions and by February they're out the window? Yeah, me too. This coming January 13th and 14th, join me at your greatest year. It's an online summit dedicated to setting you on a path to transformation, abundance, and growth. Make your resolutions a reality. Let's create magic together in 2024. Make 2024 your greatest year. To register, go to 2024yourgreatestyear.com. I just finished reading this book, The Warrior Diet by Ori Hoffmeckler. I read a lot of stuff. So I, and then I, re I read the four hour body, which is like the opposite of what 
Hoffmeckler talks about in his book. And and it's uh, it's interesting because in Hoffmeckler's book, which I do think there's, there's some good science behind, he basically says eat one huge meal a day, right? He says that the rest of the time you can pig out on fruits and vegetables and things like that, but save it up for the one huge meal a day. So he's got a different perspective than kind of what you're saying. He's like, eating small meals all throughout the day is a bunch of crap. Like, you know, we weren't, we weren't meant to do that. We're not grazers, we're hunters. So he's coming at it from a totally different perspective. Like you hunt and then you eat after you hunt, but you're not sitting there munching on stuff all day long, unless it's fruits and vegetables. So he's trying to go back to that kind of paleo philosophy. Uh, is there anything to that? Such a great question. Um, you know, I'm sure it has its benefits, what I've seen, especially when I had a metabolism testing company in Colorado, is the less frequent the meals, and especially if people were doing one meal a day, it really does slow the metabolism. And, you know, um, having those frequent meals throughout the day, time and time I, again, I would see it speed up the metabolism. We would do, you know, four weeks out for a retest, six weeks out, eight weeks out, 12 weeks out. I could always tell when someone was applying what we talked about because their metabolism was always faster. They were always burning more body fat than when they initially came in. I could tell if they weren't eating enough because their metabolism would actually start slowing down and they would actually be burning more sugar. So I'm not necessarily a fan of that. You know, I'm sure it's great for some people. And my, my yeah. whole thing is like help people lose weight, speed up their metabolism and keep the weight off. And then just because I've learned it in a, a, a different way and then actually seeing the results with metabolism um, testing machines. Like, I'm just a huge fan of like, this is what we got to do. And then filter yep. are usually like clockwork. And I think he comes at it a, a bit differently. And a lot of these people are coming at it from the cleansing and the detox side, right? Is that when you, when you stop taxing your body on having to digest and process all of the nutrients that it just took in, it has time to like do its other work. Like instead of cleaning up the spills on aisle seven, it's now like, okay, cool. Let's organize the shelves. Let's, uh, let's get rid of some of these. Let's take out the garbage. Let's do all these things to clean up. And so there's probably a bit of all of it that kind of comes together uh, in it. But, but the key thing for me that I want to talk to you about, because you mentioned NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, and I'm a big believer. I'm also certified as well. And I want to talk about how that plays a role. And maybe you could tell us a story about how that plays a role in weight loss and in getting in better health, not just about losing weight, because we can cut off an arm and lose weight, right? But if we want to be in really, really good health, how do we how do we program our minds to like change our identity? And does identity have a role to play in all this? Oh my gosh, totally. Yeah. So what I've learned is, you know, everything is like the subconscious mind is so powerful. So our beliefs is literally what we're going to be playing out. And from, you know, just working with weight loss clients, there's, there's such a huge thing with our cravings and our habits and what our brain is tying pleasure and pain to. And I find that diets actually set people up to start tying pain to eating healthy and start tying pleasure to like all the delicious foods. So from that standpoint, helping shift the habits and interrupting the habit loop. And we do some cool things where, you know, we can disassociate the, the actual emotions in the food. And it really takes the foods from like, oh my gosh, I have to have this food to literally like people can walk by it and then not have it. Like I just was working with a client last night. We worked on um, eliminating her. She has this favorite drink that she likes to drink around Christmas time. And when she's with family and, and, and around the holidays, she has, she makes fudge. She likes to eat it. 
Um, oh. And she just made a batch of fudge and it was like the perfect timing. So we did the alcohol and we did the fudge. And literally by the end of the hour, she was like, I can like look at it. And that mind chatter isn't there to have it. And it's really powerful because it's not like relying on your willpower. And it, you know, if you rely on your willpower in the back of your mind, it's like this conversation that you're literally having. I'm not sure. going to have it, but I really want it. Nope. I'm not going to have it. And like, you're like, it's, it's crazy. So with yeah. the neuro-linguistic programming, with the certain techniques, um, it can actually start taking that out. So it's, I feel like it's really like shifting your identity level beliefs. Like, you know, if you're not a smoker, you're not tempted to smoke a cigarette and you're not having the mind chatter in the back of your head of like, should I have a smoke? You know, should I not? Should I do it? So, um, so yeah, there's so much that goes into it. And then, you know, so much that goes into the beliefs. A lot of times I find diets have conditioned people and it did with me for a while. Like I, I just must not be able to lose weight and keep it off. So that becomes this identity level belief of like, I just can't lose weight and keep it off. And I guess I'm just supposed to be this way. Maybe it's my hormones, maybe it's genetics. And, and it's like, no, it's, it's the method you're doing, but also you got to have that belief of, I can get to my goal and maintain it. I am a healthy, lean person. So yeah, there's so much that goes into it, but huge fan of NLP as well. I didn't know you were certified. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. NLP, hypnosis, I, I do a lot of that. Um, and I, and I love it. I think the mind is, is there's so much that we don't understand, right, Stoney, about our brains and our, and the energy in the world and our unconscious you know, mind and, and how all that programs together. So I'm glad you addressed the identity component because I have a feeling that there are some people listening that are like, you know what, I'm, I'm not going to diet. I'm not, every time I've dieted, I've always, you know, gained weight and I'm, you know, fat or whatever. And then you create that identity around yourself. If you create an identity around yourself that you're a, a, a lean, fat burning machine, that's a different identity than, you know, I love fudge, right? And so you approach the holidays in a totally different way. So uh, I think that's a big component. We could talk about that for hours. But listen, we have an event coming up together. And uh, you are going to be one of our featured six speakers. And I'm so excited to have you because I think it's going to be a fantastic event. Because uh, and really, the reason I created this, Stoney, was one of the, one of the things we were talking about before we started the, the recording here. And that is... We set a goal because, you know, new year comes and that's when gyms launch all their memberships and people join gyms. Right. And by the time January ends and February starts, most people aren't going to the gym. They wasted their money on the membership. The gyms are dead. Right. And they're back to eating their fudge and drinking their alcohol or whatever the case is. And that's just the way humans are. Right. Because it's hard to change our patterns. So I believe that it's a holistic thing. Like if you can't lose weight, well, there's probably other stuff going on in your life too that maybe makes causes you stress, makes you not get to the gym. Maybe you're taking your work a little bit too seriously. You have a lousy relationship. So to me, it all plays in, and that's why we're having this event, which I'm so excited about, everybody. It's in January on the 13th and 14th. It's an online Zoom-based event, virtual event, so you don't have to be there. But you're going to be handling goal setting for all the different areas of your life. It's called your greatest year for a reason. We want to make 2024 your greatest year. And it starts with mindset. And that's what Stoney here is talking about. But you're going to be talking about health as well. Take us through a little bit of what, what uh, give us a teaser of what you're going to be covering. Uh, well, first of all, I'm super excited to attend and learn from your amazing speakers and learn more from you. And so I'm super excited to attend. And um, yeah, so I'll be talking um gosh, sharing what I've learned on, you know, really achieving optimal health and 
especially, you know, like you said, in January, everybody's like gung ho, like, yeah, I'm going to do it. So I'm going to be sharing how to stick with your new year's resolutions this year, how to get rid of that all or nothing mentality and really how to avoid, avoid bailing on your new year's resolutions this time. So we're going to be talking about some exercise things, um, some nutrition tips that will really help and the mindset of how to really stick with it this year. That's going to be awesome. I can't wait. And I think that's such an important thing uh, to tie in to everything else. Cause we got, we got some great speakers about talking about different aspects. We're talking about your health. We're talking about your wealth. We've got a speaker uh, who's a financial person talking about chakras, right. And how all that plays into uh, what we, and you know, what we're doing in our year, because I don't want this to end in January, February, March. I want next December, uh, everybody to have a, to be looking back on their year going, you know what, that was fantastic. Thank God I did that event because I got to set goals in all the areas of my life. And how often, guys, do we sit down and actually set our life's intentions? You know, we might set a goal. We might sit down and give our give ourselves five minutes to set a goal. But how often do we sit down for hours, because it's over a two-day period, five hours a day, and we listen to amazing speakers so we're inspired, and then we go deep into our own life and set our own goals? It doesn't happen. And that's the whole point of this. It's a early bird special right now, 197 going on. So I hope that if you're listening or watching that you're uh, planning on, on getting a getting a seat. In fact, I, I recommend that you click the link at the bottom of this uh, of, of this recording, wherever you're seeing it, or go to 2024, your greatest year, or you can go to our, our website, lightcircle.org forward slash your greatest year, all in lower caps, by the way. But Stoney, uh, I want to thank you for being on. How do people find out a little bit more about you and what you do? Because I think you got a different approach than some of the other approaches that I've heard. So that's that's really great. They can go to stonyescu.com and send me an spell email. That, spell that last name. Oh, uh, S-T-O-N-E-Y, last name, E-S-K-E-W.com. Okay, stonyescu.com. And what do they find there? What do you got? Yep, I got um, some awesome things. Um, my biggest thing is just helping people personalize it to them because there are so many programs, so many fads, so many things that you could be doing. So I want to make it as simple as possible. I personalize things to my clients so that they are set up for guaranteed success. Um, I've done this for 22 years, so I know what works for people and how to really simplify it, make it fit into your lifestyle. Um, this next year, I am really focused on helping free people, people from dieting. Um, the last 14 years, I found it super easy to maintain my weight after everything that I've learned. And, and then, so that's what I'm going to be doing this next year is really helping personalize nutrition, helping people speed up their metabolisms, turn their body into a fat burning machine, and most importantly, get off of diets by eliminating cravings and reprogramming their their mind through the power of neuroscience and neurolinguistic programming and so i'm really excited because um i've been seeing some great results with my clients that's incredible well stoney you're a joy as always to talk with and uh, i want to thank you for enlightening our viewers and listeners here on this podcast and um, i can't wait to wait for january uh, but if people want to get a hold of you, I, I recommend getting a hold of Stoney. She's a lot of fun to work with. She's got a lot of science backing it up. And she comes at it from a really great place, everybody. So Stoney, thanks again for your time and your wisdom, especially on this area of health and mindset. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Mark. Appreciate it. And looking forward to January. We'll see you then. Can't wait. Can't wait. And everybody that's listening and watching, you know what I always say, never give up your power in your health, your wealth, or your time. Have a great day, everybody. See you next time. 
You've been listening to the Wealth Architect Podcast with Mark Yegi. Follow us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Share and tell your friends. See you soon.